Hi everyone, this is Robert. I'm a freelance translator and today I want to talk to you about the chicken and the egg. So what is the chicken and the egg? Well, you hear this in many different situations and circumstances, but in dealing with freelance translation specifically, the chicken and the egg means that you need clients, but you cannot get clients without having a track record, i.e. past clients. On the other hand, you can't get a track record without having clients, and you can't get clients without having a track record, etc., 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 hence the chicken and the egg. So how do you start this cycle so you can keep going and having a track record and using that to get new clients and using these clients then for referrals, etc., to have a track record? Well, you need to get it starting somehow, and I'm going to present to you five different ways to do this. The first one is what I think is the most boring one, and that is SEO and marketing. This includes Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, etc. I call it the most boring because all of you will probably try it and most probably with little or no effect. As you can see, I do it too. I'm here on YouTube, I'm also on Facebook and Twitter, etc. But if I had to rely on this to get clients, I'd probably be starving right now. This all works very well if you already have a name brand out there, like Coca-Cola or McDonald's. But if you're just starting from scratch, Please don't believe that if you build it, they will come, because they won't. Even if you use SEO or you use an SEO company, whatever you learn about SEO, other people are getting paid quite a bit to know more about it than you and beat you to it. So it probably won't be worth the effort for you if you're just starting out now. And I can say this from personal experience as well. I once paid a company close to $2,000 for SEO and it was completely useless and Luckily, I learned from the mistake and hopefully you can as well because it definitely was like throwing money away. So anyway, that brings me on to point number two, friends and family. This is self-explanatory. Um, I would say with friends and family, don't be afraid to contact them because you never know what they need or who they know. But obviously, you don't want to be the person who bothers them all the time about how you can offer translations or asking them all the time if they need a translator or if they know someone who needs one, etc., etc. So you have to use your own judgment there. Point number three, I'm really racing along with these, I feel like. Point number three is do jobs for low pay. At the beginning, you want to get clients, so doing a job on the cheap can get your foot in the door. You should just realize one thing. No one will hire you for a cheap price now and then keep using you when you raise your price later. I mean, they might after a year or more of being their regular translator, but not anytime soon. So why should you do this? Well, because if you do this, you can get references and ratings from them. You can tell them, I'm doing this at way below market price because I would really appreciate a good rating, obviously, if they're happy with the translation. Also, have a plan for having them rate you ahead of time. You don't want to complicate their life. They're already taking a gamble with a translator who has no references, so the cheap price is still a risk for them. So make it as easy as possible for them to rate you later. If you want a quote or a WWA rating from pros or a five-star rating on Elance or whatever it may be, just let them know up front. Now, point three brings me right into point four, and this is rather than doing a job for low pay, to do it for free. Because if you're doing it for cheap, then why not free? You can tell the client you have the same reasons as above, as in point three, and once again, make it easy for them to rate you. 
And also, once again, this is based on the premise that ratings and referrals are worth more at the beginning since they help you with a track record later on. Some translators will say that offering your efforts of, as, as a translator and your skill for very cheap or for free will devalue everyone's translation. But I would counter that you have to start somewhere. And if you're worth anything, you will be able to use these references to raise your price later on. If you can't, then maybe you should either be searching for a different profession or possibly just working harder on raising the quality of your translations. Point number five is my favorite because it's very often overlooked, and that is to recognize opportunities. With the question of the chicken and the egg, you should recognize when a chicken, or an egg I should say, uh, comes to you. It could be a chicken as well, but probably an egg works better. Here, just as an example, I had a friend who complained that someone had contacted him to do taxes, i.e. he was translating their tax statements, and when this French client, who was based in France, wanted to know if he could file the taxes in the U.S., my friend said no, because he's a translator and not a tax attorney or anything along those lines. But then later on, he went on to complain about how he can't get enough work. Anytime someone asks you to do something you don't normally do, you're, you should recognize that you are, giving, you are being given an egg, if the metaphor is still holding here. For example, here my friend, who lives in the U.S., could have contacted someone who does file taxes and asked if they might be interested in working together on a translation plus filing kind of service. Then if it works out, it will be an excellent niche to offer prospective clients. This friend of mine already works with quite a few companies and translating their financial statements, so it would have worked out perfectly for him. So anyway, next time someone asks you to write an article, do a transcription, conduct some research, or whatever else, anything else that you don't normally do, you should recognize it as an egg. And this egg can get the ball rolling, so then you can have the, another chicken and an egg and a chicken and an egg, etc., etc. And obviously, once you have these, which translate into referrals and references and ratings on the major websites and, and whatnot, then it's a lot easier to get your new clients because you have something to point to. You have a track record. You can show that you are established as a translator. So anyway, I hope these helped. Um, if I'm missing anything, please feel free to let me know in the comments. These are the five main points that I have identified, let's say, uh, over the years doing freelance translation. Uh, but I'm, but you might have noticed other ones that I didn't touch upon. So please feel free to let me know. I'm always interested in knowing new ones. And uh, don't forget to subscribe for more freelance translation tips and tactics. Thanks. Bye.